What if you remove the pressure of having to figure it out overnight and embrace the flight, not the end destination? Because often when we let go of the external final result that we're obsessing over, that tends to be the biggest roadblock. Once we let go of it, gosh, it, it just seems to be that that end result actually manifests itself way quicker. So stay hungry, stay in the game. You got this and you deserve it. Why not you? Bet big on yourself. Get started, slowly scale it, and good things will happen. The Perspective Podcast is fuel for your mind and creative grind. Each week, we break down the art of healthy hustling, overcoming the inner critic, and growing your creative business. What's going on? You're listening to episode 249 of the Side Hustlers Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Scotty Russell, and my mission is to help you bet big on your creative pursuits especially if you want to turn your side hustle into your main hustle. You can follow along with my latest art, design, and tips on mindset, motivation, and marketing on Instagram at Coach Scotty Russell and all things podcast at Side Hustlers Perspective. I have three super quick announcements. The first is the 12-week spring Side Hustlers coaching program is one week away from the worldwide enrollment where I give the public a chance to lock in one of the remaining six to eight roster spots. But you get an advantage because being on the wait list right now gets you first dibs February 16th through the 22nd at locking in one of these exclusive spots at a reduced rate. And my bold promise to you is that you're going to learn more and experience more growth in 12 weeks than you have in the last 12 months as you become a creative professional that people take seriously. So join the wait list and shoot your shot at SideHustlersCoaching.com. Or just wait until the fall edition. You know, that's still a ways away, but you're here because you want growth now. I would love for the opportunity to be your coach as we kick off March 14th through June 6th. So again, join that wait list over at SideHustlersCoaching.com and let's make power moves going into the summer and beyond. Number two, I'm dishing out my first keynote in over two years at Crop Conference in Austin, Texas, this April 29th and 30th with a brand new talk. So grab your conference tickets as well as your workshop tickets before they sell out over at cropcons.com and join me, Draplin, Say Adams, Meg Lewis, Hellcats, Fug Schrader, Belinda Co., Robzilla, and Brooke from Good Type. It's going to be a good-ass time, and it will be a party you'll never forget. And the final announcement, sadly, but more excited than ever, this is going to be my last official solo episode series before I take a two-month break in March and April. During this hiatus, I'm going to be establishing a new live streaming community-focused format over on my YouTube channel, so stay tuned. If you want to be a part of the early stages of me evolving the new podcast format, then I would love to have you over there so you can be a part of it and give me some feedback and grow with me along the way. I would really appreciate it. And before we jump into today's overview, today's episode is brought to you by my family over at BuzzSumo. They are an all-in-one content marketing tool powered by the world's largest bank of content engagement data. Thousands of marketers, content creators like you and me and PRs use it to generate their content ideas and check performance across Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Pinterest. More on that later in the show, but you can head over to buzzsumo.com slash side hustle to get your 30-day free trial. Thanks, BuzzSumo. Now, today's overview. We'll keep it short and sweet, but if you're looking to start your creative side hustle as well as taking the next steps and scaling it, say less. I got you, fam, but... Stop what you're doing. I highly suggest checking out part one of this series for the first six steps out of the 12 steps. Here's a quick skinny of what to expect or in order to catch you up if you're here from part one. My homie, Neil Botham, emailed me back in November 2021 asking for tips on 
how to build his photography pursuits outside of his day job and family life, all while navigating the head games that come with the pursuit of something you truly care about. Hence, this two-part series of 12 steps for starting and scaling your creative side hustle was born. Part one last week was all about getting started, episode 248. Part two today is focused on the slow and steady scaling of your creative grind. Again, there's no one-size-fits-all framework that's perfect for everyone. This is solely based on my experience over the past decade and countless conversations I've had with industry-leading creatives. So soak up and apply whatever you feel works best for you, and let's jump back in with step number seven. Picking up where we left off, step number seven, prioritization and focus. You simply cannot do it all with your creative pursuits, and you can't be everything to everyone. And that is a little note to myself, okay? A little friendly self-reminder because I need to hear this all the time. Overall, this game is just a balancing act of knowing what to work on that drives the biggest results, when to make time to do it, you know, carving out time in the day, time blocking, as well as how you're going to execute it in the most efficient manner. At the same time, all while setting healthy boundaries for yourself and others, And you may think this is time and or project management. You know, that's what I used to think it was. But in reality, this is self-management. And I'm far, far, far from mastering the art of managing myself. But I have grown to realize that becoming a get-shit-done productivity machine heavily revolves around prioritization, focus, and boundaries. So let's dive a little bit deeper into those in step seven. This is a longer step. So prioritization. Again, speaking from experience here of being an expert at taking on way too much Superman syndrome, shiny object syndrome, I personally feel you could only be obsessed with one to three things max at a time. And those one to three things can have varying distributed percentages. So for example, here are both my current life and biz priorities during the season. My main three life priorities are, number one, my family. You know, this probably takes up 50% of my bandwidth. Number two, fitness in terms of wellness and training. This probably takes up 30% of my bandwidth. And number three, finances in terms of saving, investing, and uh, my love for crypto. It's probably 20%, you know, so 50, 30, 20. Yes, my math equals 100%. Okay, here are my main three biz priorities during this season. Number one, coaching. Because the majority of my income deserves the most attention. I would say that's probably 45% during the season, maybe a little bit higher actually, now that I'm reading this. But uh, number two priority is brand awareness, content creation, lead generation. It's probably 35%. Maybe a little bit lower as I'm going into the next coaching program as like the coaching program, the 12-week program that you're hearing about here that gets a lot of my dedication. You know, you, you are investing a lot to work with me and I'm investing a lot of my time to give you everything and more that you could have expected. So we got coaching, we got brand awareness. And then the third thing within my biz priority, also kind of like a side hustle is my NFT art pursuits. I'd say that makes up 20%. And eventually I want this to shift and scale towards like the NFT artwork being more 50% and the coaching and brand awareness being the other 50%. That is my dream model. And that is what I'm working toward. And at the same time, all of these priorities with my life priorities, within my biz priorities, 
All of these align with my future targets as well as my current interest, values, and beliefs. Like everything is aligned. Now I just need to create this business model that aligns with it as well. The foundation's all set, you know, but it's the approach. The approach can change. However, I got to know, I cannot be 100% every bucket and neither can you. But the percentages can change each season based on your circumstances, your goals, etc. So like when I'm not heavying the coaching promo mode, I can be more heavier into like the NFT art or something like that, you know? So like it constantly changes and adjusts. It's not the same every day. And that's the beauty of doing your thankful time is you have that freedom, but also that's the scary thing of doing your thankful time because you have the freedom. So <laughs> it, it's, it's hard, but it's worth it. But if I was just starting off and maybe... I'm talking to you in your position, you're just starting off. I would tell personally my past self to pick two to three areas of focus within your life outside of your day job and your hustle or outside of my past day job and uh, side hustle. And then I would tell myself to pick one priority to focus on within my side hustle creative pursuits. I would simplify that game instead of like, I'm able to do three main biz priorities right now with my creative pursuits. Because I put myself in a position to do this full time. I don't have a 40 hour day job. You know, I maybe get to do my current business maybe 25, 30 hours a week. So, yeah, I have to be very optimized with my time and my schedule. So, this stuff is really important to me. And in my opinion, where you're at, you should be treating your side hustle like it's your day job too. If you really want to do this full time one day and understanding where your priorities and your time and your percentages is all going, that's going to pay off tenfold when you do get that opportunity to take the full time leap if that's what you choose to do. So we talked about priorities and prioritization. Next was about focus. And the beauty of having one priority to start with and focus on makes execution so much easier, reduces the guesswork. If you have one main focus per season, that leads to one main focus per week, which leads to one focus task minimum per day. There's power in the number one. My favorite book, one of my favorite books, not only is it Atomic Habits by James Clare, but it is the one thing, Gary Keller. Whew, that book, Power of One. And the power of one is that it makes the game objective and more manageable to win. Like this whole game is just about stacking easy W's that compound over time. And no matter if that one task per day takes you 15 minutes or three hours, if you're able to knock out one big thing a day that aligns with both the main priority and your future targets, you're gonna see progress. Make the game winnable and easier to manage. That's all this is. Focus just means eliminating distractions as well. If something doesn't align with nor serve your big picture target and your top priority and focus during the season, it's a distraction. Make it simple and objective to eliminate the emotions. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Just know that every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Be frugal protective and precise with what you dedicate your finite time toward all right saying yes keep your yeses protected all right be very 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 skeptical and protective of when you say yes to something so for example for example uh this is a a student within my current boot camp right now shout out to steph using this in his example I don't know if she'll ever hear this, but if your focus and targets are to be known for your unique painting style featured in galleries, plus you want to have raging fans eagerly awaiting to purchase your limited, scarce painted artwork, you know, that's what you want. That's what you say your future target is. Then saying yes to getting hired to design a sports theme generative NFT project, in my opinion, would clearly be a distraction. 
You know, nowhere in your big target dreams did you ever say anything about this. You know, so if your bills are covered by the day job, why pursue a distraction that deters your finite time away from the main target? You know, and if you work with me as a coach, like, man, I'm going to be really playing some devil's advocate and challenging you with things like this and really challenging your objectives versus your emotions. Do you truly say that you want something and are you truly aligned with making it happen? That's the unbiased stance of having a coach like me in your corner cheering you on and holding you accountable. So this is something that you struggle with. Hit me up. Lastly, okay, prioritization, focus, and now boundaries. All still on step seven still. So uh, yes, if you don't set boundaries for yourself, then something or someone will decide them for you. So set boundaries within these three areas. And there's probably more, you know, this is what I could think of in the moment, but set boundaries with one, your day job, where you have a set working schedule and set hours to protect your time, energy, and your dream. Set boundaries with those in your life that drag you down or don't buy in and support your dream and goals. All right, set boundaries or better yet, eliminate them. All right, the third one, set boundaries with yourself to unplug for the dream, to make sure you're allocating time for your family, your friends, and your self-care. I mean, you want to build this empire, but you need health and wellness to do it long-term. And once you build your empire, you know, you want to turn around and have people in your corner that are celebrating you that you can celebrate your success with. And another note kind of on prioritization, time management, self-management. One of my most popular past episodes as well as blog posts to date is where I drop six ways to carve out time to grind outside a day job. That is episode 143. I think you'll really, really dig that one. Again, if you want more and you want to go deeper on your own pace, I have an entire section within the Side Hustlers Handbook Interactive Course for Creatives that has time management exercises, prioritization, boundaries, productivity-based exercises like this thing is loaded. If you want more, I got you. All right, step number eight, be consistent. People don't notice announcements, they notice consistency. And that is a quote from my buddy, Sean McCabe of Sean Westbrand. We are creatures of habit and we operate within daily and weekly cycles. You know, every Friday is the garbage for me. Every three specific nights in a week is bath night for the kiddos. You know, every Wednesday, a new podcast episode comes out. The goal is to be consistent over time, to get within people's routines and remind them you exist. That is the power of consistency. And the more consistent we are, the more consistent you and I are, the more we train, one, ourselves to continue to show up, which builds productive habits that fuel the long-term growth. The more we are consistent, the more we train the people in our lives to understand how important this is to us. Again, the world is a mirror back in the, the first part of the series, episode 248. The more we take ourselves seriously, the more others will as well. So being consistent will train people to take us seriously. And the more consistent we are, the more we train our audience to expect and look forward to what we create and share. Power and consistency. And I'll be honest, I see this a lot, but you're making it extra hard on yourself when you just go super hard in the paint for just small spurts, followed by going radio silent for large gaps. Like, hey, I exist, everyone. I exist for a week or two. I'm launching something. And then... I'm gone for a couple months, but I'm back now. I'm like, dude, you're just getting lost in the noise. People aren't going to care. It's really hard to get noticed if you're not willing to show up at least weekly and commit to the dream in a semi-obsessive yet self-care driven way. AKA, to me, this is like a good kind of healthy crazy. You got to be somewhat obsessed, but also focus on the self-care. To wrap up step number eight, consistency over time creates momentum, which results in progress. Step number nine, 
create routines and systems. Yes, while consistency helps you create those productive habits to fuel long-term growth, these habits then create routines and within routines come motivation. Routines evolve around creating systems for yourself to normalize your current processes. This all makes your creative efforts more effective and efficient, putting you in a position to slowly scale and more on advanced scaling later on in step 11. Once you have established some good habits, a system, and routine around your current groove, and then you can repeat this week in and week out with no issues, hitting your frequency, your dates, your deadlines. To me, I feel like you're in a good position to consider slowly scaling your efforts. Now to bring it back to pizza, everything's about pizza with me, and I haven't used a pizza metaphor yet in this series, but it's not about eating the whole pizza in one bite and overwhelming your digestive system. Instead... Take a smaller slice on your plate, followed by smaller bites. You know, when you add more to your plate, just take a small slice and then just follow it up with smaller bites. The goal is to easily digest more responsibility and increase output within your current process. Not overwhelm yourself to the point of panic attacks and burnout. I want to avoid that with people. This isn't a race. You can't rush things when your bandwidth and mindset can't handle the increased capacity. So quick example. You know, maybe you were drawing and posting once a week. Maybe that now scales to drawing and posting work in progress or reels or something two to three times a week now, scaled from once to twice to then three. Or maybe you were blogging for three to four months and then you entertained the idea of stacking on a newsletter versus like, I'm going to start blogging this month and on the first week, I got to have a newsletter with it. Like scale, slowly scale. Or it could look like, hey, I'm doing an audio podcast for... Six to 12 months, really finding my groove, bringing on interviews, understanding the equipment, building my processes, routine, and maybe hiring an editor. And then I will add video format to it. It's very similar to what I did. But overall, it's all about creating those routines and systems. All right, and a great book to add, you know, I'm kind of going off um, script right here, but man, Atomic Habits, James Clear. That book is a must read for me at least twice a year. So really, really like that one. I think you'll find a lot of value in it too. BuzzSumo is the world's largest bank of social engagement data built on insights from eight plus billion articles. And they also launched a brand new feature, their content ideas generator. You can pick any topic within your niche or your niche to research and BuzzSumo will break down the research, the creation and the distribution. By searching any topic, BuzzSumo will show you what's trending, the highest engaged and linked articles, popular keywords for your SEO strategy, questions being asked, related topics, and exactly where and when to post. So fun fact, a quick search of the word illustration shows that articles around this topic published on Tuesday have the highest engagement of 85.9K. Try their content ideas generator now, work smart, and let BuzzSumo do the hard graph for you. So head over to buzzsumo.com slash side hustle to start your 30-day free trial now. No credit card required, just access to awesome data. Free for 30 days, no strings attached. That's buzz like light year in sumo like wrestler.com slash side hustle. Step number 10, it's time to start mastering the art of promoting yourself. Most starving artists rely on hope marketing. They hope their work speaks for itself and that someone will magically see their value and they'll want to buy it. They don't have the time to learn some business tactics as they need to dedicate their entire soul and time and existence to strictly 
creating and honing their craft. Yet these same people, I've witnessed it firsthand, they're the ones that are bitter as hell when they see less talented people gain more traction because these people know how to promote themselves and leverage the tools around social media. The starving artist mindset is a choice. It is a choice. And it was a choice of mine back in the day, wondering like why I can't catch a break. It was a choice to be broke. It was a choice to not understand the business tactics that could leverage to help me gain an edge. But just as that's a choice, it's also a choice and you have the power to become a thriving artist instead when you learn how to properly put yourself out there. Once you've connected with your work, you have some structure and you believe it's possible to hit these far-fetched targets, now we can turn up the marketing in terms of understanding your unique value proposition. Like why the hell should anybody care? What is the benefit of the solution that you provide? Or we can turn up the marketing in terms of communicating your value with conviction effectively. You know, and understanding and communicating your value continues over time. You know, basically I'm trying to solve the issue of like when someone randomly asks you, what do you do? Oh boy, I'll get you all fired up and ready to handle that. Every time you'll feel confident as hell. But also turning up the marketing looks like promoting yourself and your work without feeling like a gross car salesman just trying to sell a unit and collect a paycheck. All right, no more of that. Not feeling that. We also turn up the marketing in terms of determining who your perfect person is for your work. I'm talking demographics as well as psychographics, as well as connecting and nurturing your community, your audience, and your fans. I want to truly create a hyper-engaged community of people that know, like, and trust you. People that actually support your work and more importantly, the human behind it. Marketing simply gives you an opportunity to increase your reach and get in front of more people who are perfect for what you create. Every time you create and share your work on social media, your website, at craft shows, gallery submissions, whatever it is, trade shows, whatever, etc. Every time you do this, you're essentially planting a seed and giving your future self a chance to have a big breakthrough. So here are a couple things to keep in mind in terms of this marketing perspective. The first thing, you never know who's watching as a silent admirer. You really, truly never know. There could be an art director that's been following you for three years and they finally have the perfect opportunity for you. And because you kept just showing up, even though when it felt like no one cared. Also keep in mind that it just takes one fan at a time to grow an engaged community that vibes to what you do. So truly nurture and appreciate that one random comment. You know, go deeper with them. Uh, Go deep with people in your DM. Send audio replies. Send video replies. You know, do your best to get back to everyone. Also remember, you're only one scroll, swipe, click, or tap away from someone providing you a big opportunity. Again, you never know who's watching. Another thing to keep in mind is that the marketing and biz side of things just expands that reach of your art. So please, please, please don't be lazy. You're leaving opportunities on the table. And finally, don't be too stubborn or stuck in your ways to evolve with the digital landscape. Things are rapidly changing. Don't get left behind. I realize it's a lot of pressure, but there we go back to one priority. Be the shit at one platform for one season instead of feeling like you got to be the shit everywhere. You know, like simplify the game, simplify the game. Learning how to promote yourself is one of the most powerful skills you could ever learn. Give yourself advantage and put yourself out there. All right, Put yourself out there and don't be afraid to learn marketing and be a, a self-promoting machine in a non-gross way. I'm telling you it's possible. Number 11. Here are some advanced scaling and profitability touch points here. So from my experience, again, I say that a million times, I feel like from my experience... You know, I'm just trying not to give you blanket statements here, but the 10 previously mentioned steps are the foundation and fundamental building blocks for long-term growth. 
IMO, in my opinion. These are the things that are going to carry you forward and help you stay flexible regardless of your target or your approach changing, okay? Things will change as you change. You're just a little Pokemon evolve into your highest form. But as you've kind of built this foundation and you've locked down these fundamental building blocks, to me, now is a great time to explore more advanced scaling and profitability tactics like creating your website now versus solely building on rented land. Like I agree, we should own and stake our flag on things that are like our true ownership, you know, our our email list, um, your podcast audience, you know, things like that. Anybody who traffics your website, the data from there, but also like it takes a while to get to that point. But this is also a great time, not only to think about creating your own website, but look into lead generation strategies or backend marketing funnels or running paid ads to cold traffic based on people who click this link or something. I don't know. Or, Maybe you're in a position now to fully test out the waters of launching your first product, course, or service. I'm not saying you cannot do any of this early. I'm not saying that. You know, I did multiple of these things before I was ready. I personally just feel that there are more important boxes to check first to curb your expectations. I wish someone would have just like peppered me with these questions early on. So like, hey, Scotty, what's the point of building a website if you haven't connected with your work yet? You lack targets and a plan of action. You don't know how to communicate your value and you can't leverage messaging and position on your website. You know, I'd be like, you'd have zero intention on your user flow, nor would you know what caused the action you'd strategically want people to take when they land on your website. You know, what do you want someone to do? What's the first thing? How are you guiding them? How is that messaging and positioning playing towards that role? How are you branding yourself? Is your messaging consistent across all your touch points of your website, your Instagram, your other social media, your email, your newsletter? You know, like I wish someone would have said this to me. Also, what's the point in launching a product or service if you're guessing and have no audience built and zero demand for what you do? What's the point of it? Why not lay a foundation first, a solid one, then construct your house, then add decor add on a new addition, etc. When in reality, most people that I talk to or I see or even my past self, you know, they're just trying to build these luxurious skyscrapers built on a quicksand foundation, okay? It's not sturdy at all. It's a house of cards. It's it's not going to last. It's not going to last. It's fake and you're he- getting ahead of yourself. I just wish someone would have told me that. Again, this is just my opinion. I've personally felt the burn of wasting my time and energy and tons of money trying to rush many of these things before I had my fundamentals in place. The rework that goes into these things, like, oh my gosh, every three months I'm rebuilding my website because I'm understanding more clarity. And oh my gosh, I had an enlightening revolution of what my business should be about. I finally understand my big target. So like all these three variations of my website are trash. It makes no sense. You know, the rework is draining. And then having things like products and stuff that you're just guessing on flop due to the lack of experience and intent, it's just super defeating. Why not just really build things right the first time? You know, what is it? Uh, Measure twice, cut once versus like continue to cut and having to get new boards. That's my approach now. That's my approach. It's not the quickest. It's not the fastest. But man, it's efficient, slow, and steady grind. And when you let go of these external results that we're drooling over, In reality, they tend to come a lot faster because you focus on the fundamentals and internal work. So that may not be a popular opinion, but I'm not really into hacking stuff or cheat codes. Well, maybe I am. So step 12, 
Leverage cheat codes. Aha. I got you there. So I am a huge advocate of setting the foundation, trusting the process, and staying the course. Yes, yes, yes. I love all of that. I really do believe that delayed gratification is your most powerful asset as you got to pay your dues to earn the big breakthroughs. Pay your dues, earn breakthroughs. I don't know. There could be a cool little rhyme there, but measurable growth and big breaks are baked into the consistent, persistent grind. You cannot hack the process or cut corners. This isn't pizza and cars. You can't cut them. However, 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 as this step 12 says, there are a few cheat codes I approve of as these are the ultimate ways to tap into faster growth. And I personally own any explosive growth or radical big breaks to these. But it all stemmed from taking uncomfortable action that are fueled by my desires. You know, I'm betting big on myself. So I'm going to break the following into fast, faster, and fastest buckets. And the faster you want to develop, the more skin in the game it'll require. And by skin, I'm meaning dollar bills or whatever currency your country uses. So... Let's talk about first bucket of fast. To me, the fast bucket consists of community and accountability groups. It's hard to thrive rolling solo. There are plenty of communities out there filled with like-minded people you could and should attach yourself to. Some communities may cost something to access, you know, a barrier to entry, which also, you know, ensures high-quality people, you know, people not just bumming and uh, bringing negativity or spam. I personally have a free Facebook group Link is somewhere, you know, in the show notes or the Perspective Dash Collective. Got to change that name, but I have that free Facebook group and it's filled with quality people where you can connect with creatives all over the globe. And pretty soon in like the next month or two, all of this is moving over to Discord, okay? And it'll still be free. And then eventually I'll have a private, more exclusive version as well I'm working on. So just planting some seeds. But within these communities, you're going to be able to link up with individuals that you connect with on a deeper level. And from here, once you've met these people within these communities, you can build accountability groups where maybe you have your own private chat and meet weekly with. You know, for me, I found community in the Sean West community, and I found people within this community that I then had accountability groups. And we met in an accountability Slack group with uh, Skype calls, shit, for like four years. And some of my best friends still to this date that I keep in touch with. So that's the fast cheat code. Now, here's the faster cheat code. Courses, conferences, program services. So here's where investing in yourself can create massive results at a rapid pace. Over the years, I tapped into incredible growth and found my people and community by one, attending conferences. Crop and Creative South are my top recommendations. I may be a little biased, but I think plenty of people will speak for that. You know, a lot of guests that you heard on here are all people I've met through here. Again, I'm speaking at crap, so you should be there. Uh, The second thing, Buying books, webinars, online courses, and just workshops. Those have been huge for me. All of the above have been huge for me. Uh, the last thing is participating in programs or services focused on the skills that I needed during a season. All big, like copywriting, email marketing, stuff like that. But maybe you're sitting here and you're looking for the next level of what I teach outside of my free content. Here are two things you can consider checking out. One, I provide a lot of digital resources and tools in my online shop, coachscottyrussell.com slash shop, or I also have my quarterly three-week boot camps. If you'd like to have a little taste of what my group coaching could be like, you can learn more and join over at bootcampsidehustle.com. But another note, I do have a free download called the Side Hustle Freedom Toolkit. 
if you want to sample some of the resources I offer, you know, soak up the freebies. I'm totally cool with that. And maybe one day you may find value in the next thing I have to offer. So I'd rather just nurture that relationship. Soak up the freebies. That's why I'm here. Now, the fastest, the fastest bucket, the fastest method for explosive growth is investing in masterminds, coaches, and mentors. Again, this is the most direct path to the fastest results is by investing heavily in yourself through these gated masterminds, coaches, and these mentors. And I've invested in all three. I've done everything. But I've had the most personal success within the last couple of years in making a premium investment on coaches. You know, I've spent a good amount of money on coaches over the last three years. And for me, I'm a coach who will always have a coach. I know how powerful it is. And if I didn't have a coach, I'd feel like a fraud. It'd be like a doctor who refused to see a doctor. Like, why would you hire me as a coach if I didn't see the value of coaching, of having a coach of my own? And to back my words up with action as of recording right now i'm on my fourth time hiring my current business coach and i'm on my third time hiring my strength and nutrition coach because i love the power of having someone in my corner holding me accountable and providing me more guidance on a path that is harder to attain on my own because i know there's an opportunity cost of me wasting my time trying to find those answers on my own it's wasting time versus having big skin and money in the game to see the results and transformation sooner with guidance for someone who's been where I'm trying to go. To me, with that opportunity cost, my time is way more valuable than money in my opinion. Time is finite. I can never get back my time, but I can always make more money. And the more I invest in coaches, this gives me back my time in the long run. And more importantly, it helps me generate more profitability. You know, so a scary, it's a scary investment at times. I get it. It's scary. It's supposed to be scary change is scary. And this was a big mindset shift for me that I had to learn through my first scary investment in a coach. I spent over $5,000 for three months of coaching, but the results spoke for themselves. And that's why I continue to have a coach. And that's why my students continue to work with me. So in summary, as we wrap up this series, bet big on yourself. It's scary going all in on your creative pursuits, giving yourself a chance, just starting and then slowly scaling because there's so many unknowns and worse off. Like what if you fail? That's scary. But, 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 too often do we live in the limiting beliefs of what could go wrong when we don't fantasize or give ourselves to an opportunity to entertain the idea of like, what if I succeed? You know, what if, what if you succeed and tap into something incredibly fulfilling that makes an impact on people you truly care about? Like, wow, what if? Not what if you fail, what if it works? What if you just started slow today and gave yourself permission to slowly scale it as well? What if you removed the pressure of having to figure it out overnight and embrace the flight, not the end destination? Because often when we let go of the external final result that we're obsessing over, that tends to be the biggest roadblock. Once we let go of it, gosh, it, it just seems to be that that end result actually manifests itself way quicker. So stay hungry. Stay in the game. You got this and you deserve it. Why not you? Bet big on yourself. Get started, slowly scale it, and good things will happen. And quick PS, if you enjoyed what you heard from this series and you want some more direct guidance to fast track your side hustle pursuits, then please consider joining that 12-week side hustlers coaching program waitlist for the upcoming spring 2022 session. Word on the street is those on the waitlist get early bird access right now as we're in early bird week to apply at a reduced rate. 
We will condense all 12 steps you heard in this series in an intense fashion so you can see more growth in 12 weeks than you had in the last 12 months with the support of a coach and a tight-knit family holding you accountable. I would love the opportunity to show you the power of having your own coach. I hope you enjoyed this series as much as I did creating it as I poured so much thought, time, and energy into building this one out. You know, I really, really believe in what I'm sharing here. And I hope Neil, you know, the email subscriber, my homie over here, who this was toward, I hope he found a lot of value in it. And I hope you did too. Really hope there was something in here that can help you bypass all the hurdles that uh, always tripped me up. I hope I provided just like one hurdle that you could bypass. You know, that would mean a lot to me as this is what I needed when I got started with my side hustle. It would have made life so much easier, far less headaches. And if you vibe to this and you want more, you can find the full episode in the form of a blog post containing all links and references within the show notes. Again, this is episode 249 within your current podcast listening app. And I got to give a massive shout out to my podcast team, Anya, Paige, Hannah, Jared, and Bluka for making this show possible. And for you for sticking with me for over five and a half, almost six years as I find my groove, as I lay my foundation, and as I move into a new season of the show where, you know, the targets haven't changed, just the approach. You know, I've built the foundation. I'm ready to see where this can go. And uh, I'm really, really excited to bring it back bigger and better than ever in this live streaming format with you being a part of it. So as you finish off your week strong, I want to continue and encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work and keep creating. You got this. <laughs>